Hello and welcome to the Twist My Arm podcast. My name is Josh and I'm your forever host and creator of the Twist My Arm Network. Find updates on all your favorite TMA shows by visiting www.twistmyarmpodcast.com. You can follow the TMA podcast on Twitter by searching at TwistMyArmCast. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Twist My Arm Podcast. We go live every Monday for the Marvel Cannon Madness podcast, every Friday for the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop, and most other days we're streaming games or trolling the Twitters or whatever it is. Find all of our live podcasts and game streams on Twitch. Just search for TMA Games, all one word, and subscribe to get notifications for all the times we are live. This week, Jesse from the Sudden But Inevitable Rebop joins us to talk to Sean from the Cheap Seat Review podcast. We had an amazing time chatting with Sean about how he got into podcasting, fraternity shenanigans, and some of his favorite movies. I'm not going to talk or spoil any more because this interview definitely speaks for itself. So without any more delay, here is our interview with Sean from the Chief I still um I still listen to terrestrial radio here. I don't always just listen to podcasts or whatever and um, I still listen to FM and AM radio over here. Yeah. So Yeah. That's that's what I mean by terrestrial radio. Like my wife has oh, I gotcha. radio in her car. I I listen to the local FM and sports talk. But anyway, I was flipping yeah. through today, because uh, the regular station was on commercial and I went to like the rock station and they had Lola, the the song that Yoda was based on, and I'd never heard mm. it before. <laughs> oh really? Thirty nine years old, and I'd never heard the original. I'm like, oh, that's what it sounds like. It's okay, not great. No, yeah. it's not a great song. No. Yeah. See, the well, thing with Weird Al is, I usually end up singing his lyrics when I hear a song like that. That I've, you know, I, I know the Weird Al song, but I don't know the original one, and I'm like, oh, nope, okay, yeah. all right, I'm just gonna sing the Weird Al. Yeah, lyrics. we and we talked about that at length. That like, there's a lot of songs. Basically, I was introduced to the Bad Hair Day album and okay and then as i would buy the older ones you know i'd listen to these songs and unless they were super popular i didn't know them you know like i knew beat it you know the eat it you no know, reference and i knew you know fat like i knew the michael jackson songs but there was just so many other ones i just didn't know yeah. you know i heard i heard this this song is just six words long long before i heard the george harrison version version and so whenever I hear it, I'm like, I sing the weird out. There's so many of those. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, definitely. So listeners out there, if this makes the show, if this makes the cut, go listen to the Beard Out podcast with Sean from Cheap Seat. I don't want to spoil too much from that because. Oh, sure. You know. Um, but yeah, so you guys do. You're, you're, you're Sean from Cheap Seat Reviews. And you guys do like movie reviews for the most part, right? That is correct. Um, I wouldn't say for the most part. That's the only thing we've ever done. Um, okay. There's, uh, yeah, yeah, 349 episodes. We just recorded 349. In fact, it posted about four minutes before we started this recording. Uh, oh, wow. Episode 349. We did a movie called Thunder Road. Very weird, independent film. Go look it up if you're in the mood to be kind of depressed. It's that kind of okay. movie. It's kind of a rough movie. It's kind of hard. But yeah, Cheap Seat Reviews, we founded it. Uh, the first episode was January um, 
January of 2014. It's a good month. And uh, <laughs> just haven't really looked back. The The show has changed many times over the years. I've changed logos. I've changed um, of the original four. Only two of us remain. Uh, we've added okay. a new. Who, who are the Who are the original four? So, if you've listened to an episode in the last hundred and fifty to two hundred episodes, <laughs> then and the two that you you two were on, um, mm-hmm. you guys know Sam and Andrew from the podcast. Mm-hmm. Sam, uh, I've known Sam since I was a freshman in college. Uh, he was my big brother in the fraternity, and okay. Andrew was uh, also in the fraternity. We were in a music fraternity. Uh, Andrew was in the fraternity with me as well, and he was a roommate of mine. And so I've known him since junior year of college. The original other two, we had, um, Andrew wasn't in the first 100 episodes. We had a gentleman named Cornelius, who is my little brother in the fraternity and okay. is literally one day younger than I am. And, and then another guy named Chad. Uh, and Chad... His wife is the sister of Sam's wife. And so it's just a big circle of friends, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention the fact that I went to high school with those women and took Sam's now wife to my senior prom. <laughs> it's all weird and convoluted and, and, and small worldish. But so, anyway. So do you, do you live in a small town? Because that sounds like some small town kind of thing it, there. it does sound like <laughs> small town shenanigans no i mean well i, I don't know what de- depends on the definition of small town i grew up in a town of about sixty thousand. um okay that's, so. that's that's about loveland size isn't it jesse or is jesse a little or is it loveland a little bit bigger than that i think he froze looks like yeah he he's froze. he's I got think, a really nice he's got a great on. face though yeah, it is a great wonderful. face to freeze on there's there's worse <laughs> things he could have yeah uh but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's about the same size as my town growing up until I moved to Nebraska. That was some small town shenanigans right there. Sure. And now it's now it's people getting divorced and marrying people that they knew. It's weird stuff. <laughs> but, Interesting. Um, so where are you at now, nowadays? Just so I live I live in a little town outside of Charlotte. So Charlotte, kind of like like Denver, um, is one of those big cities that has a thousand little cities around it, and you just claim right. that you live in Charlotte. Um, I live in Monroe, which is technically the next county over, but it's it's small enough that I just say I live in Charlotte, and I work in Charlotte. I work, you know, is I can't get much more downtown than you can be and still be, you know, a part of Charlotte. So is uh, that? North Carolina? Yes, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, okay. No, I, I'm just trying to make sure I remember geography. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. U.S. geography is weird. Because uh, North Carolina has one of those states where the largest city isn't the capital. You know, um, there's mm. many other examples like New York and uh, Texas. Right. And I think Florida right. is the same way. So, yeah, North Carolina, Charlotte's the largest city by a, a lot. But Raleigh is our capital. Um, okay how close are you to the ocean over there uh about three and a half hours okay so if i go i've never been to charlotte or north carolina or anything like that so sure yeah we're yeah we're so we have the outer banks here in north carolina here's a little fun i guess north carolina geography lesson uh we have (laughs) sorry jesse just returned i don't either he's listening to a song in his head or i don't know what he's doing but he's having a good time back 
We can't oh, hear. He's him. not but, back. He's not back at all. <laughs> Giving us a finger. But you were saying how you're about three hours so, away from the ocean. Do you go there? Do you swim there? I feel like the East Coast Ocean is really cold compared to West Coast. It is really cold compared to West Coast. And the other part that's um, geographically geographically weird about the uh, Atlantic Ocean is that there's a shelf and hey. then it drops. Just so, kidding. Hey, there he is. Sorry, uh, so, no, you're fine, dude. You're fine. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we go to the beach probably three times a year, maybe three or four times a year. It's nice. far enough away that we don't just do like a weekend thing. Like we need like four days to go to have a good time. Cause, mm-hmm. um, but the other, but I, I like, personally, I'm a mountain guy. I went to school in the mountains. I go, I know North Carolina mountains are not Colorado mountains. I know that, but <laughs> so don't worry. I won't be a hater about it. There, there are some some Coloradans out here that are like, oh, pfft, those aren't mountains. It's like yeah. when, well, I mean, when Wyoming people say they're around the Rocky Mountains, Coloradans are like, no, you're not. <laughs> right, and it's like, I'm sorry, if you're standing at the foot of a large hill, it will feel like a mountain to you. So just relax <laughs> with your mountain-sized yeah. gatekeeping. Um, yeah, Really seriously. quickly, while, while I have the mic, I just, I don't, Sean, we'll leave it up to you if you want to leave this in or not. But when I dropped connection, it happened right as Sean said, yeah, I actually took my friend's wife and it just stopped. And I was like, oh, what is he? Is this like a bombshell he's about to drop? Like, I took my friend's wife across the country on this huge road trip and it was meant to be. And then at the end, she was like, I don't love you. I love your best friend. And I was oh, like, wow, what is happening? But the whole connection just dropped. And then I just heard Sean's voice go. And I was like, did he just get killed? Like, he was going to tell a story, and then he, his wife came in and killed him in the middle of it or something? Like, what just happened? But it turns out my connection just died. So it was really weird on my end. It was, like, a little bit choppy, and then it just stopped. It was very crazy. John, I'm really glad to see that you're still alive. And, Josh, yeah. I'm glad we're not having to, like, call the police in a state that we don't live in. It's interesting that your head went there. Prom. It's just prom. Yeah, I took her to prom. <laughs> I seen her prom. And it was like that makes that makes way more sense. It was just like I took my friend's wife, and then it was like this huge dramatic pause. It was like, and what? And then nothing. And then ah, and then nothing. And I was like, okay, yeah. well, John, John secretly, Sean's wife works for the CIA, and she was like, no one can know this story. Uh, well, like, it's just it does it, it does emphasize one point that I noticed when I was on Cheap Seat is that it really does feel like a family, like you and sam and andrew are just like hanging out in this very familial setting and you immediately feel like you're at home and you're one of the guys it's like these people have known each other forever and i felt like i had known you guys forever and i think we had been talking for a couple of weeks at that point so it's just like i mean that definitely comes across in your show so i think that is definitely one of my favorite parts of your show too is that it feels so authentic (laughs) and you can tell that you guys are all like like found family basically uh, Sudden but inevitable rebop starts this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you're not wrong. I mean, it is kind of a found family, but it was a forced found family because again, we I joined I pledged a fraternity, and so I um and and people can say if they might be rolling their eyes, oh, he, he bought his friends. Well, yeah, I bought them, but they're like the best people I've ever met. So I don't really but care. Everybody bought each other, kind of. You are all hookers in that scenario. 
yeah. for the most part. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... It's really just yeah. a distillation of the same thing that other people would do outside of a fraternity system, right? Like, you look for people that have the same interests as you that are, like, you know, feel like they might be at your same speed, and you're like, okay, let's hang out with that person, and the fraternity just kind of simplifies that. And, you know, find if, however you find friends, I don't think matters as long as the friends stay friends. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, I I don't I didn't want this show to turn into me having to defend fraternities. I do think that there are bad fraternities <laughs> out there, and I do think that there are people that are in fraternities that do bad things. And we've had some issues even in our own fraternity. But uh, one of my best friends, he described it the the best way I've ever heard it described. And he said, "Why do religious people go to church? Whether you want to, you know, Jewish, whatever, whatever religion." You go to a place and worship, and you do that because you want to be around like-minded people to experience the same thing and to be a part of something bigger. It's the same thing with the fraternity. We are a music fraternity. We are all music lovers and you know, played instruments, and we wanted to be around like-minded people that shared some of our points of view with that thing. The only difference is, is that our dues don't go to a church. Whereas a right. church's dues do. So yeah. that's kind of how we, I, I've always looked at it. And, uh, and I loved my time there and yeah, they hazed the shit out of me and whatever. And, <laughs> um, what, so. what kind of, give us a hazing story. I'm kind of curious now. How did you get hazed? I'm sure it wasn't anything like uh, old school where you're tying things to cement sil like blocks and throwing them off. A... <laughs> so they didn't do that to us. That did happen. That didn't happen to us. Um, wow! Yeah, but the, Once the movie was out. You knew someone. Was I guess that's it. true. You get that idea. <laughs> well, no, that idea. That so this that story. I heard those stories before that movie existed. Um, so basically, yeah, there was a there's a famous story within our fraternity where uh, they take the pledges up to uh, a place. I'm going to keep this as vague as I can, but they take you up to a mountain area. Again, we lived in, in the mountains, and they basically tell you to drop your shorts. And they tie a rope to your dick and they tie uh, another piece of rope to a giant rock and they throw it. And if you flinch, then it proves that you don't trust the brotherhood. Now, of course, the ropes aren't connected. It's two piece, two different pieces of rope. Like there's I know in the movie, I think like they make that mistake and someone actually goes whatever. But, well, it goes through like a manhole and it pulls them off the edge. Yeah. Of the... <laughs> That's what it is. Like the rope is longer than where the thing is. So it'll hit the yeah. ground. Where in this case, it's a mountain. So you would have to bring 700 feet of rope or you right. just, it's just eight different you know, pieces of rope. Um, some of the stuff they did to me was nothing like that. They never physically laid hands on me ever. Um, it was more psychological warfare. <laughs> um they did they did a couple times um they did put us in the back of a van a couple times and take us somewhere we didn't know where we were going and then you yelled at us and um and stuff like that and uh, oh, yeah. i was i was told multiple times the only reason why i'd even got a bid because my dad was in the fraternity which i didn't know he was in that fraternity until i started pledging and then he showed me his paddle which I thought was kind of cool. Like he didn't want me, he didn't say, this is what I did. Therefore you should do it. He just said, go to college and experience things. And we just happened to pledge the same fraternity. Um, that's which really thought, cool. That's, that's really cool. Actually. 
like yeah. so like-minded how, people, I guess. That's how you became an audiophile was getting paddled. That's pretty cool. <laughs> sort of, sure. <laughs> Did I oversimplify yeah. that? I tend I tend to oversimplify stuff. <laughs> yeah, and uh yes, and again, well, yeah. Again, they never <laughs> I could have never gone to college and been in a fraternity because I don't trust people, especially when it comes to my dick. I don't trust anybody. Sure. <laughs> I, would, no, I get that. I would I flinch that. no matter what. So, I mean, I, don't, I have I don't several know. That's, questions that's... that I'm going to say for our show. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> and crazy. again, not to go too, too deep into my specific fraternity or whatever, but I will say this. So, we were we when I pledged, I pledged with six other guys, which doesn't sound like a lot, but in that fraternity it was. Um, they were they had got, they had their numbers had grown smaller because they were dicks. They were just bad people. Some of them were mm. great people. Some of them were bad people, mm. and the faculty wanted nothing to do with the fraternity, and it it was it was really to kind of a tipping point. And so when the six of us got in we took a semester and learned all of the rules. We just, the six of us sat in our corner and learned as much as we could. And then when that next, that next group, the, the two oldest guys graduated. And so then it was basically, it was like five active brothers. And then the six of us, we voted ourselves onto the executive committee and then voted them out. We mm. cleaned house. And then, so the next crop of pledges that came in were, well, I mean, yeah. So the the next crop of, crop of pledges that came in were just better people, and and then we kind of I feel like my class was the one that kind of turned it around, made a made a huge turnaround. You know the, the like the class that pl pledged under us, the hazing was significantly less. Like it had more of a point. Like yes, there are things that we're going to make you do, and it's hard but it's supposed to be hard, but there's the point. Here's the reason why we do these things. Sure. And then like the next class after that, it was more refined. And, and then slowly over the years, it's gotten to where you know, there's really no, there's no hazing at all. And it's pretty much <laughs> just do a few things and you can get in, but that's not right. Anyway. So, so you went to college obviously for music, I would assume. Mm -hmm. um, and when did you like, when did you first get the idea to do podcasting? Because me, myself, as a musician, uh, I was always trying to do music. And then one day I saw friends that were doing podcasts and was like, hey, I could probably do that. When when did you first get that idea or the inspiration to move from more of like a musical aspect, more of like a talk show host kind of thing? Well, so I'm going to give you a little more background uh, if I may. So I, I went to App, Appalachian State originally to be a band director. Uh, I wanted to be a band director. Dad okay. was a band director. And after one year of starting those classes, I said, no, this is not going to be for me. And so I switched to music industry. And so the next four years, I learned how to be a recording arts major. And we did lots of fun projects. And so as I was about ready to graduate and have to go do my internship, my, my, um, my professor says to me, my, my faculty advisor, academic advisor, that's the word, says to me, Where, what's the goal? And I said, I want to move to Tennessee and get a job recording Christian music in, in Nashville and um, Franklin. Franklin is where most of the studios are. 
That's a good place to do it. Nashville is getting huge as far as musicians. Well, I mean, it's always been huge, but yeah. I feel like more lately, a lot of people are realizing how good it is and they're starting to flock to that place. Well, Nashville has been, it's been a hot spot for obviously country music for forever, but the, right. the, the Christian scene at the time, Christian rock was really popular there. It was really popular. And so when I told him my dream, he said, yeah, that's not going to work. Basically, there's about six or seven studios in that area that are doing what you want to do. And all of those engineers are going to be there for 25 years plus. You're going to be a you're going to be an intern for 10 years. And he said, so if you want to do that dream, you're going to have to move to New York, or L.A. And I said, well, I don't want to do either one of those. And then he said, then you're going to have to change your your goals. And so while looking on the literally we had a, an online cat, catalog <clears throat> we had an online catalog of of places that were doing internships and i found this this studio in wilmington north carolina and wilmington at the time was outside of new york wilmington in the aughts is what atlanta is now you know all of okay. the Marvel movies basically for the last six years have been filmed in Atlanta. But before that we had, you know, one tree Hill Dawson's Creek. Um, Hell, Iron Man three was filmed there. Um, Cabin fever. Uh, there's uh, uh, teenage mutant Ninja turtles. The first oh, <laughs> other than the exterior okay. scenes in New York, it was filmed in Wilmington. Um, so so Wilmington was a very popular place. So I moved there and I got a job. Uh, I basically talked my way into becoming the audio intern at the second largest production house in town next to Screen Gems. And nice. And I built a studio. They gave me a small budget. I built a studio. And so we would go out into the field and shoot something. We'd shoot a commercial or whatever, and then we'd bring it back into the studio. And then I would edit all of the audio. I would add in sound effects if it needed it. I would do voiceovers, not me personally. I would record the voiceovers. And and that's what I did. And then, so I, I was in TV and film for the next three or four years. The show, uh, we eventually got on a TV show that bankrupted us. Uh, the show was just too big and it didn't make any money. And after we filmed eight episodes, only six went to air. And then it bankrupted the company. Uh, Can I, I would, ask what show it was? It was called Palmetto Point. Um, P-O-I-N-T-E. Um, there's you can't find those episodes anywhere. They don't exist. They the show oh. existed before you put everything on the internet. Um oh, okay. There is a documentary about the show on Venmo called Breaking Point. And it's a it's a it's a documentary about it. I you I'm I'm literally in the documentary for about 10 seconds total. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm mentioned as, as part of the crew that didn't know what they were doing. So. Oh, that's, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> no, I fully, I fully admit it and fully know I was hired. So I did my internship as a, um, when I was in the field, I was a boom operator. So that's the guy that holds the microphone over the. Oh back. yeah. Yeah. Pink shorts guy from star Wars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And. Uh, like there's that famous, that funny video of the, the boom operator in the, in the, it's like a tea shop and then the ceiling fan catches the boom and then like wrecks and it, everything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny shot. It would never happen in real life, but it's a funny shot. So, 
anyway, so that's what I did. I worked on a film. Uh, we did, um, we actually did a Stephen King movie. If, uh, if you, if let's say the three of us wanted to, to make a Stephen King movie that was never going to be sold for money. We wanted to make it for ourselves as part of our reel. He will sell you the rights for a penny because he's written so much oh. stuff. So wow. we, we did a, a short story called Sorry, Right Number. Um, look it up. It's a really cool story. And we shot it on film. We shot Super 16 uh, millimeter. And so I was the boom operator. And then for the next three to five months, all I ever did was the boom operator. When we did the pilot for this TV show, I was the boom operator. There was, in fact, that show, there was no mixer. I did everything with the boom straight into the camera. So when they offered me the job to be the mixer for this TV show, I told him, I've never done that before. And he said, you'll be fine. And so he gave, I was given a small mixer, a three channel mixer, uh, two lavaliers, wireless lavaliers, and one, the one boom pole. It, that's the kit that you would use to shoot a commercial or like reality TV, like, you know, super run and gun, not episodic TV. So day one, I'm, I'm just making stuff up. I don't know what I'm doing. Eventually, when we when we when we aired that first episode, the the audio was so bad they had to do ADR. That's additional dialogue recording, where you have oh, to, yeah. the actors have to go back into the studio, and watch their mouths, and then they had to do ninety percent of the episode. I got yelled at by actors, producers, the editor. They were just because I didn't know what I was doing. In my ears, it sounded fine. I didn't realize that you had to to mix with your eyes. Mm. you had to look at the meters so once mm. i figured that part out and we got some other i mean by episode two and a half i knew what the hell i was doing but <laughs> you know Man, they were literally... thrown to the fire holy cow <laughs> oh absolutely absolutely eventually i was replaced by a man named jonathan gainer um he became the sound guy and i became his boom operator and he pulled me aside and looked, look, I know I'm taking your job, but I just want you to know I was here on set when you were filming. You're doing everything right. You've got shit equipment and no support. And he says, and frankly, they don't respect you because you're a kid. Because I was. I was a 24-year-old kid sure. doing, doing TV show. And, and so when he came in, uh, he was the sound guy for Forrest Gump and The Patriot and The Notebook. So no big so deal. He had, yeah, he had some cachet, right? So I remember, and I, I the, his first day, they set up a shot, and he says, "I have to put a microphone there. You're gonna have to move your camera." And the director of photography looks at him and he goes, "No." And he goes, "Then you're not gonna have sound. Move your camera, or you're not gonna have sound." And then he has to look <laughs> at the director, and the director says, "Move the effing camera." And I'm like, <laughs> I could have never have said that, right? <laughs> So he's got a little clout, though. He's like, I worked on MF Forrest Gump. Well, he's literally <laughs> sitting in his chair. He has one of those director's chairs that says Jonathan Gaynor, Forrest Gump, sound mixer that Tom Hanks gave him. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, like like if if you want to do a dick measuring contest, he literally is sitting in the proof that his is bigger. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he no was doubt. he was he was very nice and very in a, in a very a really wonderful human being to work for. And, and he did tell me uh, my then girlfriend, now wife came to visit us on set during her spring break. And he, people that make it work who are married are married to people in the industry. He said, it, it won't work. 
And I said, well, why do you say that? And he goes, this job cost me a marriage. I said, because you're away so much? He goes, no, because I slept with extras. So, I, I kind of <laughs> sounds like a you problem, not the industry. Yeah. But I'm like, why no, would shit. you, what? Like, why would you sleep with the extras? Yeah, it's like, why would you sleep with extras? And he goes, well, they thought I could help them. I'm like, you're the sound guy. And he goes, they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, have a little self-control, dude. But Well, yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, and he, he makes a good point. So so I assume you got out of the industry. What are you doing nowadays? Well, I guess I'm going to keep... I'm you still, keep you're still doing sound stuff? and Yeah, so, so let me actually answer your first question that you asked me 10 minutes ago. And that was yes. that <laughs> while no on set, um, I, I only listened to classical music because I was listening to people talk all day. I mean, literally, that's all I did was listen to the same dialogue over and over. And so I would only listen to film scores and classical music because I didn't want to hear words. Once sure. we, once I got away from that a little bit, and, and I did a handful of other f uh, feature films um, since then, um, and started really listening to podcasts around 2010, 2011, when I was um, working at the local theme park here called Carowinds. And I'd have a lot of these kind of long shifts where I'm kind of by myself doing load ins and load outs there. I was the, uh, I would eventually become the technical director for a theater and then eventually the technical director for our concert venue. Uh, where just the, uh, a good I'm, little gig for sure. Yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> it didn't pay very much, but it was fun. That's where I sent Jesse some pictures of me up in the uh, the spotlight tower, which is about 70 feet off the ground. So I don't do well with heights. So that was a little, it's a little butt puckering the first time you're up there. <laughs> um, so while I was there, um, Sam, best friend Sam, and I, his, his wife uh, and sister uh, would do the... Uh, Friday, uh, Black Friday sales thing, right? Mm -hmm. the, the girls always did that. And so he'd call me up and say, hey, the girls are doing Black Friday. Let's go to a movie. And so the four of us, Chad, Sam, Corny, and myself, um, and sometimes my wife. Corny, we would I love it. Corny, yeah, Corny, we call him Corny. I love it. <laughs> we would go to a movie. And then we would always have dinner afterwards and then just talk about the movie. And we did it other times, obviously not just black Friday, but that was the annual. We did that one for about five or six years. And so we were sitting at a red Robin. No, we were at a TGIF. I remember that. Yeah. And Sam said, dude, seriously, we should just start recording these conversations. Cause they're kind of funny. And I said, okay, um, well, this is your idea. So you come up with the show. And I'll be the sound guy. I'll figure out how to physically do it. And so Sam came up with the name Cheap Seat Reviews. Uh, he gave us a list of three or four. Uh, we just thought Cheap Seat Reviews was the funniest. Um, and then it's not, it's not a bad name. It's a great name. <laughs> well, we just we I don't know. We just we thought it was kind of funny. And uh, originally, so then I um, he originally had some artwork that we tried. Uh, you know, like literally like a, like, um, like a stadium seating, st like, like the back of a theater kind of a thing, like the bad seats in the back of a theater, but you couldn't tell what it was. It didn't really quite work. And so then I, I changed directions and went with a busted chair, like a cheap seat, like a bad chair. Sure. Um, I had, we had no idea how, how actually awesome the chair would work in marketing now, you know, being able to <laughs> put like, you know, your shows like interacted with the, the chair itself. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was his idea. And so they all bought some microphones and I got a microphone and, and I bought a little mixer and we just started kind of figuring it out. And we probably recorded probably four episodes. Um, none of which are, they're, they're gone. I, they're long lost to the ether. And so, so I mean, we actually, the, what was supposed to be episode one was our review of Serenity. It was supposed to be episode one. And okay. the audio was so bad that I was embarrassed to, to submit it to iTunes. And mm. so uh, we, so the next episode we did was Beverly Hills cop. And I thought that it was good enough that we submitted that to iTunes. And then that's what, um, <laughs> that's what would become episode one so okay did you ever go back and do serenity again no we haven't uh so mm. we we've done the favorite <laughs> episodes of most of the guys uh so cornelius's favorite corny's favorite epi- movie is scott pilgrim versus the world we've done that one sam's favorite movie is jurassic park we've reviewed that Andrew's favorite movie is Back to the Future. We did Back to the Future 3. We haven't done one because it wasn't streaming. Uh, And we did did Chad's favorite, which was the original Batman. uh, The 1989 Batman, not the... And your favorite is Serenity, though. And my favorite is Serenity. And we haven't done it yet for... Honestly, not a real good reason. than just... (laughs) We just haven't. Uh, I got so. two good reasons in this little window here that you could uh, do another Serenity review. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, uh, you're not wrong. So it would, and it would be fun to do. No telling what the future holds, Josh. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I'm, I am well aware of that. Um. So you basically just one day you were hanging out in a, in a TGIF after a movie and decided to start a podcast. Yeah, I mean, you know. It was, it was really the, the cool thing was early on, in the first the first fifty episodes, was so fun. It was kind of what you guys experienced with sudden but inevitable. Just mm-hmm. we would get an email once a week from a different listener. We would get requests. I would get all kinds of Facebook interaction. We it, it was really great and. And the other, and and we didn't know what we were doing. We were just trying to figure it out. And it was also really neat seeing that at one point we were top 40 in the TV film category, entertainment category on iTunes. Oh, but wow. that's only because there were like 65 podcasts in that category at the time. I mean, to be honest, you know, like there might have been a hundred. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's thousands now. I mean, the fact yeah. that I, that our show breached the top hundred in the uk in film i was like that's actually pretty cool because there's so many and and we'll never sniff top hundred in the u.s now i don't think we ever Never say never never say never i don't think we ever will and that's fine i mean we're not in this for the money or anything we're doing it because it's fun and we it's our it's our weekly get together to hang out and chat and whatever but right we're in it for the money well and and the (laughs) chicks i know yeah yeah. The, yeah yeah the yeah totally constant, in it for the chicks constant flow i mean both of those things the podcasters <laughs> it's just uh, overwhelming sure drowning drowning yeah. over here yeah. <laughs> beating them off with a stick 
And the other really cool thing that we did was uh, for episode 50. So I was at the time I was working at the, the local university. And so I had access to a space. And so we did a live episode in front of people. We oh, okay. We paid for the movie. We paid for the rights to the movie. So we watched Star Crash in person with about 30 people were there with us. And then we sat on a panel and it was streamed live to YouTube. And we reviewed Star Crash like a normal episode. Except there's, you know, a handful of times where we're interacting with the people that are there. And it was so fun. And I thought... Mm. This is it. This is this, we've arrived, you know, and there was um there was a moment where in that in that movie there's a line that the robot says um uh he says you can't keep a good robot down. But he says it in this ridiculous accent and it's even more it's even more ridiculously cartoon southern than you're picturing. If you were to picture a robot speaking in a southern yeah. accent, can I play the clip? Okay. Am I going to get in trouble if I play the clip? If you have it? No, if no. you have it, you no, should. No, not at all. It. Go for it. All right, all right. Here, this is on your show. Yeah. So this is this is this is from the movie again. Uh, Anthony Daniels in Star Wars is British, and we we we're okay with a robot being British, but for some reason, this coming out of a robot sounds ridiculous. You can't keep a good robot down. <laughs> this is the truth. <laughs> oh um, that's hilarious i love that yeah. movie yeah so i don't think i've ever seen that movie no one has ever yeah, seen so, it but, yeah no one's ever seen small it small person shout out to cameron from green shirt podcast he really likes the show how did this get made and how did this get mm. made is my first interaction with the movie star crash i had never mm. heard of it and then i heard their episode on it and uh i have since taken the film in and wow yeah <laughs> it's amazing isn't it and that, that podcast speaking of that podcast that's one of the first ones i started listening to years ago with uh because you jesse introduced me has- to the league and then i was going through like joe rogan podcasts and stuff like that and i'd always get you know suggestions and that one popped yep. up and i was like oh my god and then that was i was like this is a hilarious show reviewing movies like All this is here. wonderful and Jason Manzukis and yeah. uh, Jude Diane Raphael. Yeah, I was just like, Man. and and on that topic, I being on your guys' show for the Star Wars one was so much fun. Your guys' dynamic, the the host that you guys have now, like all three of you, it's wonderful because you got you got you the charismatic host, um, the quiet. Is that Sam, the really quiet one? Oh, are the, you talking to me? You're referring to me. I as am. The charismatic I host? am. Oh, okay. yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. No one has ever said that about me. I appreciate and that. And then, well, yeah, I mean, you have to you have to have some sort of charisma to host a show, and and you absolutely do. It's it's a fun time when I'm in there. But so I was gonna say, is it Sam that's the the quiet one? And, Andrew, more... I think Andrew. Andrew. So Sam Andrew. and I play off each other more than than Andrew. Andrew is the guy that comes in with the quips. Uh, yes. Yeah. He usually <laughs> has the great the great one-liners um sam is usually there to challenge me a little bit and to push back and there are times where i'll send i'll let them know ahead of time like guys i don't feel well i don't physically feel well i don't want to postpone let's just do the show and so 
they'll Sam will kind of take over some more of those responsibilities of 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 leading some of the discussion, which is really great having a, a host that feels comfortable doing that because and again that helps after three hundred plus episodes, he feels comfortable Absolutely. enough to do that. Probably in the first fifty he would not have wanted to do that. Right. And, um I just thrusted Roy into that host spot last night in our Marvel uh Can of Madness podcast. And sure. he killed it. He killed it. Yeah, it's, Roy, it's wonderful to see people that you know grow into that role, you know. Roy, also known as the intrepid DM on Twitch, he yes. is very comfortable holding a space and uh, being the center of attention, but not in the same way that, like, say, I am. He's much more subtle <laughs> and, like, reserved, and uh, he's closer to Sean, really, um, than he is to me. But yeah, Roy is no stranger to hosting um a twitch stream but yeah last night was his first podcast i was there i watched it i gotta say you're right he did a great job like definitely check out marvel can of madness it was it was really well done thanks for the plug dude <laughs> i didn't even have to do it this time that's awesome <laughs> um but you so well hang in there no, no, sorry, go, go. I'm, gonna, I'm taking over your interview but you mentioned oh, that, this is great <laughs> the, the show that kind of got you on to to, to doing this so I do want to give love to the show. So the show that I, the first show I listened to on a, on a routinely, there was a couple of shows that I listened to that someone was like, Hey, you should listen to this show or that show. And I listened to one or two episodes and was like, whatever. But then this show came out and it started in 2010. It's called film sack. And uh, the host is Scott Johnson. And it's a team of, it's a group of four. It's a foursome and they review movies. And I fell in love with their podcast. And, so when Sam said, let's do a movie review podcast, I said, I know how to, I know what show I'm going to steal from. And exactly. And yeah. yeah, I mean, and there's, there are lots of elements that I take from their show. And, and of course, as of the years have come, you know, we've kind of divulged a little bit. We separate a little bit. They do some things differently than we do. Um, obviously the big difference is, is that they have a listening audience of about 70,000 per episode. <laughs> you know hey you guys that's pretty nice episode i can't i'm sorry say that again jesse i'm sorry you guys could get back to seventy thousand per episode it's just it's a numbers game right uh i mean if i wrote that number down and just said that that was my number then yeah look at this yeah (laughs) so that's one of my favorite things to find out about a fellow podcaster though because it's never like you know, hey, how did you come up with the format for your show? And they're like, oh, I used to have like this thing written down. It's always like, I heard this other show and I thought I could do that. So I took that <laughs> thing and put it into that. And it's, I mean, it's not a negative thing, right? It's like, this is what's so great about podcasting is that anybody can do it. Not anybody can do it well, but anybody can do it. And so our so sudden but inevitable's lineage is I heard Star Trek The Next Conversation and I was like, oh, I got to do that, but with a different show. And then when I told them that, they said, oh, that's funny. We stole our format from the Gilmore guys, which is two guys watching the Gilmore girls, which is just, oh yeah, so it's God. like, it's a well-known industry thing. Like when you yeah. see a good idea, you just put your own twist on it. And it's, I, I, it really is one of my favorite things about meeting other podcasters is that it's like, at some point there was you or somebody in your orbit went, dude, we can do this. Like we, we are at least that good. If not better, we can do this. And yeah. I, you know, having listened to 
a lot of podcasts, you guys, uh, Cheap Seat is one of the few shows that I will go back and listen to your older stuff, right? Because I know you, like, I've heard your new stuff, and I'm like, I know the old stuff, even if it doesn't sound like this, is going to be good, it's going to be entertaining, and I'm going to have a good time. A lot of shows, when you listen to the new stuff and then go back to the old stuff, you're like, oh, I'm so glad I started with the new stuff. <laughs> like, I'm glad I started at the end of the feed and not at the start of the feed. Um, and with you guys, I, there's no way I could catch up. I mean, I could. There's a way I could do it, but it would take me like a year to catch up. If I listened to one of your episodes a day, that would take me more than a year. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> Which I don't recommend. <laughs> I'd, uh, I mean, I, I download all, all you want and, and listen all you want, but that, that's a lot of shows and um, I, I, yeah, pick, pick and choose. I, I always kind of approached it that, you know, if you're going to, if you're new to our show, just go back and find a movie that you, that you love, and then just listen to that, that episode. And one of, I think kind of like three things will happen. Either you'll love our opinion of it. You'll hate our opinion of it, or you'll at least be entertained. Right. Cause there, there have been times where, I mean, usually like, and, and for the most part, we all kind of agree. Usually it's really interesting. Sometimes we'll disagree. And then sometimes, and I don't mean like, like when Cameron the other day with his hot take about Thor Ragnarok, which he could not be more wrong about, but uh, there's, yeah. What the F <laughs> we can't let him listen to this. Cause now he's not going to come to the, to the debate. Cause he's going to be like, he'll great. come to the debate. He knows I'll be fair and impartial ish, but I'll be commenting not fairly and and impartially <laughs> and, but like i don't know i don't we don't we, most of us don't really ever have any hot takes the closest hot take i think i've ever had was the fact that when we reviewed pulp fiction it was chad's like top five favorite film of all time and i didn't like it i didn't i just didn't get it go ahead i i not to interrupt no, you're fine. I, I feel like, personally, here's the thing. Having three hosts on your show, right? There's, like you said, you're either going to find somebody to agree with, somebody to disagree with, or at least you'll have a good time. So when I listened to your Ready Player One, okay, quick story time. Sean announced they were going to do Ready Player One. And I was like, hey, can I listen to your episode if I haven't seen this movie? And Sean was like, yeah, go ahead. But... um. One of our listeners, Shepard Rusty, was like, no, you can't because the ship from Firefly is in this movie. So you have to watch the movie before you listen to Sean's episode. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm going to commit. I'm going to stay on brand. I'm going to do it. You know, where is this available? It's on HBO Max. All right. All right. Cool. I'm going to watch it. It's 1030 at night. Whatever. I'm going to watch this movie. It's two hours and 15 minutes. All right. Whatever. I'm going to watch this movie. So I watched the movie like really excited, right? Like, all right, here we go. I'm going to watch this movie. And then I'm going to listen to this podcast. And I think you guys all had more fun with that movie than I did. And it's not that I did not enjoy myself, right? Like there was, I definitely had a good time. But for me, the hottest take is that all of you really enjoyed almost everything about the movie. I was like, like come on some of it feels soulless there's some parts that feel soulless and i i would imagine that some of it is like you guys had a guest there so you're trying to fit in everybody's opinions all at all at once you know but like as i was listening i was going you know what 
it's cool though because i don't need that like i know that and i feel it for myself and it's not that they're like pretending that that's not the case because i think the way that you guys phrased it was just different than i did but it's not like you're saying the movie has no flaws and it was nothing fun but you almost exclusively use positive adjectives to discuss it which i actually really liked even though i kind of had an a less than great feeling about the movie itself right so like listening to you guys i'm like i'm actually enjoying listening to them talk about this i think more than i liked the movie like for me the guy who wrote the book feels like he's definitely actually the bad guy in the movie and he knows that like he knows deep in his soul that he's actually the bad guy from the movie and he feels bad about it but like I don't know, maybe not. I never met the guy. But like I felt like that sort of came through where it's like there's something about this that feels hollow and cash grabby, even though it is technically original, right? Like it's it's like this weird second level where it's like the writer is admitting, yes, I didn't create these things, but I created a plausible way for all of these things to be in the same place. Is that creative? I don't know. Here's a bad guy that really represents who I am, just in case you hate me. Like, it feels like he tried to cop out or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm going too deep into Ready Player One. But my point, I think, is that even with a movie where I was like, okay, I'm not super jazzed about this. Like, I didn't have a blast. I would give that movie like a five something. Um, I enjoyed you guys' episode like regardless and possibly in spite of that movie i was like there's still i'm still having a good time and i think it is because you guys managed to find things to be positive about i mean you did have excuse me you did have uh measure the score on that episode right so i'm like okay this is this is cool anyway and it's a great discussion but like i still found myself having a good time even though i didn't like the movie and i don't know that i've ever listened to a review for a movie I already knew I didn't like. You know what I mean? So I think you guys are knocking it out of the park in such like a subtle, positive like way that I didn't even pick up on until I was like, what is happening? Like, I'm mad at this movie. And then I'm listening to it. I'm like, no, I'm not. It's okay. It's just a movie. Everything's fine. <laughs> like, you know, I need to listen to your latest episode because that's the reason I didn't, is because I was not a fan of Ready Player One. Like everyone had such a huge hype for that movie, and I watched it, and I was like, "This is not the best." And so I, I need to—I'm going to go listen to that episode now. If Jesse's saying that it's that it's more enjoyable, I, I got to go check it out. Well, and if I may, Josh, I feel like most of your—like I don't mean to put you in a box or whatever this is—but I feel like most of your pop culture stuff doesn't come from the '80s, right? Like. Oh, dude! I a recognize almost does, everything like, from there, and I, I like—I mean, I like most of the not, stuff from the '80s, and I'm not, but I didn't right, grow I'm up on that stuff. That. You're absolutely right. Right, and and I didn't yep. either. Like, I was born in '88. Like, I know right. all of the stuff. You know, like I've seen ninety percent of the movies that they reference. I know all the the video game characters, like Ninja Turtles, and all that stuff that started in the '80s went well into the '90s, of course. But it was like right. I, I did you have the same feeling where it was like this feels the the only word that I keep empty and I feel bad it, yeah empty and soulless like some of it it was a very empty movie to me it was what is it, I 
fully agree. Cash grab. Sorry, how do we get into a Ready Player One review on this show? <laughs> well, I mean, I, far be it for me to have to defend the movie that I just literally spent uh, a week ago <laughs> taking apart uh, because I think I liked it. Well, I can prove that I liked it the least amount just by looking at the scores of what we all gave it. Right. Um, I liked it the least. I, I There are times, to your point, Jesse, where you're saying you're listening to the show and you're having a good time listening to a review about a movie that you didn't like. There are literally times where I have more fun in the review with the guys than I did with the movie that it'll actually affect my, my score. And case in point, the one we just did, the movie we just did, it's called Thunder Road. It is an independent filmmaker named Jim Cummings. He wrote, directed, and starred in the film. It is a super low budget. It's $200,000, which is a lot of money, but not for a film. It's a low budget film. And it's about a guy on a, just a spiral down, right? He's just everything that can go wrong in this dude's life just goes wrong. And it's not like falling down where uh, Michael Douglas goes and kills a bunch of people. Like, it's nothing like that. It's just the dude's a cop and it's just shit after shit after shit happens. And there's a ray of hope at the end, but it's a, it's a, it's a hard movie to watch. And I told the guys this in the review, I guess, spoiler for my own episode, but I told them last night, if I would have done the movie, reviewed the movie with them immediately after watching the movie, I would have given it like a three because the movie, it just depressed me, but I had some time to think about it. And I watched something happy in between. I watched Onward with my kids. And so that when we started talking about the movie and hearing it from their point of view, I thought, you know what? The guys are actually right. And they actually talked me into liking it more than I originally did. And I think that's part of the review process is that that we get to do that because not every time we go into the review with our minds made up. There are times... And Jesse, if you go back and listen to some random ones, there are times where Sam will literally start off the show going, I don't know how I feel about this. I need you guys to talk me up or down. And, and that happens. And that's frankly, those are the, some of the more fun episodes when we get to have movies like that, than if we're doing something that we universally love Mm -hmm. or universally hate, I mean, it's kind of fun to shit on a film sometimes, but um, it, (laughs) And I mean, and like when we did Road to Perdition, uh, Jesse, you know, like right. we all loved that movie. You had not seen it before, but it was so it was a really interesting discussion talking about it um, from a review point of view. You right. know, because it because it's such a different movie. It's not a movie that you often just sit down and just watch with popcorn, you know. And I yeah. feel like it's yeah. And it's like the kind of movie that. Uh, 90% of movies try to look like now where it's like, we yeah. gotta, you know, we want high drama in every shot just through the composition. Um, and I'm, and I'm sure that it was more of a movement, you know, with photography than it was just people watching that movie and going, I want to make that. But to your point, yeah, it's, I mean, the discussions I've heard on your show really do run that gamut. Some of it's all about how does this episode, how does this movie make you feel? Some of it's all about, how do you think the filmmakers did here? Like, you know, do you appreciate the technique they used, or like, did you enjoy, you know, being able to see the technique they used, that kind of a thing? Um, but I just, I, I think that 
it's it's interesting that you would say that you kind of really you tend to go up or down a lot based on your discussion throughout the episode. I I feel like I'm one of those people that goes in with their rating and then just like is building up um, points to defend it with right throughout the conversation where I'm like, nope, this everything that you're saying feeds into why my number is correct. And like the, you know, all the things that I'm remembering reinforce my number to me. Um, so do you think having more of a, a collaborative kind of atmosphere where you guys are more willing to bend on your ratings do you think that helps with discussion? Do you think that makes it easier for you guys to go topic to topic? I I don't I don't know if it does makes it easier or not. I think it makes it more organic. Um, mm. uh, you know, I because I have some notes there, but like I don't write a score down before we start recording. That's one of the few things I don't do ahead of time. You know, I pull the trivia and I pull uh, our five word reviews and, and some of the other little things we do weekly, but I don't ever write a score down ahead of time because I, there are sometimes this is super petty, but there are some times where the movie, I just didn't like it. And, but the other guys liked it enough that I'll look at some other movies that I can compare it to and go, yeah, this movie to me isn't as good as that movie. So I'm going to purposely score low to keep it from being higher than that other movie. Um, and that's super petty, but I don't care. It's my show and I can do that. <laughs> I, well, that's, yeah. S uh, subjectivity is kind of, you know, the reward we give ourselves for all the hard work that we do to put out our free shows. I agree 100%. I've thrown um, certain ratings out on some episodes because I thought they were so incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> well, and honestly, the, the only time I can think in the last seven years where I went into the recording with the score in my head was on your show mm. um, when that was sense. on sudden because i knew where that episode ariel uh from the firefly series for sudden but inevitable rewatch i knew that it was my third favorite episode like i knew that and and i knew that you know i i base you know serenity the movie is a 10 uh josh you're wrong and that's fine but it's a movie it's a 10 <laughs> Serenity was trash. I'm sorry. Um, I just I gotta say it. The Nuggets just moved on to the second round in the playoffs. I've I've just been paying attention. Oh, a good bit, for them. But, but no, uh, Serenity was hot garbage. I'm sorry that you're wrong on that. No, <laughs> we can, we, can, we can have a pod debate if you want. <laughs> hey, hey, well. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> One at a time. One at a time. Uh, I, I do uh, I do feel vindicated in that I was able to hop on the Digital Dissection podcast and uh, give a review of Serenity, um, and and literally and you should take nothing but respect out of this, Josh. The, some of the notes that I took were basically exact counterpoints to things you said, but I didn't <laughs> I didn't say them on that show as this is what Josh said, so therefore he's wrong. I just wanted to make sure these are things I want to make sure I say. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'll um, have to go back and listen to it because well, they, I don't know, they, I, they haven't aired it yet. I don't think they've it. Oh, well, so well, when they that, air it, I will definitely check it out. That's part of the uh, digital dissection Serenity Stravaganza, which is not what they're calling it, but that's what I'm calling it, where they had oh, Sean okay. on to talk about the movie. They had uh, Chris from Measure the Score on to talk about the score. And they had mm -hmm. me and Best Flicks Ricky D 
on to talk about the series kind of as a whole. Um, and those will all be dropping, I believe it starts next week. And it's next all, week, yeah. yeah, it's it's all, it's three, three weeks in a row in June. And um, if I may, that might be the the most fun that Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D and I have had talking about Firefly on someone else's podcast so far. Sure. Um, and we nice. there there are more guest uh, appearances like that coming up. Um, but yeah, I mean it was a blast. Definitely check out Digital Dissection. And I mean that's just a cool name, and it's very yeah. apt for what they do. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it was and it was a, we had a lot of fun on that episode as well. And um, yeah, so anyway, my point was that I think we're backing up three or four conversations that with with cheap seat reviews when we we try to keep things organic. Um, I even got to make the joke last night, which again, spoiler for this episode coming up. Um, but I don't tell. So you both have been on the show, so you know that you get a clever middle name. Well, I, I think they're clever. I'm the one that writes them. So maybe they're not <laughs> yeah. clever. I don't know. But I, I'm the one that writes them. Uh, so you get a funny middle name. And it just was perfect that the middle name that I gave Sam was was direct part of his. So when I intro the show for the greater good, Sam does a. For the greater good. <laughs> uh, some kind of response to the greater good, but within the context of the movie. And. Mm. Yeah, and the one that he did was directly related to his middle name, and I was like, nice. "Oh my gosh!" Like, like we're get, we're getting to the point now where we're syncing up just the intro part. Like, it was pretty funny, and I was like, "Like, we don't coordinate this ahead of time," and because I remember very um, distinctly. So we have. Hopefully, you guys never get to have to experience this. There are two episodes that we recorded that were lost. There are literally lost mm-hmm. episodes. We record those myself. We have an entire episode of the ghost and the darkness, and the hard drive on my computer pooped out, and I lost the whole episode. Brutal. And then I don't remember what the second one was. That's uh, the movie about the killer lions, right? Yeah. 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 But we had another episode. I don't remember what the movie was, but we were mm. we were 15 minutes into the movie and um a huge storm was happening and we had a power fi- uh, flicker and i wasn't on a laptop i was on a desktop and so when the power flickered the computer it turned boop. off and <sighs> and the files were gone and so we had to re-intro the show so we could <sighs> keep going and there is nothing worse than saying the joke again <laughs> and expecting the same reaction you know what i'm saying it just yeah because if, like, if I read, I don't have the script anymore, Jesse, but if I reread your intro middle name, it wouldn't be funny. And if you tried to fake it on this show, it would sound fake. <laughs> so it was so bad. The intro was so bad. I had to rewrite middle names. I had to rewrite the intro because it was no longer organic. And, oh, man. and we were even trying to organically, I was trying to, how do I get back to the joke that I said originally? And it just didn't work. So we had to stop recording. That was a late night. That was back when I think we recorded like on a Saturday like, or something. You're like, dude, uh, I can't make the really good joke that I had for the intro. So this episode is gone. I don't even care. Yeah. 
it's it's gone. I don't, I don't remember which one that one was, but if if you if you listen to an intro that doesn't sound funny, then that's probably it. Um, <laughs> well, hopefully that's not the case with any of them. But I do. Uh, we ha- we are hitting over that that marker. This has been a really amazing conversation, but we still have to do the TMA lightning round. So I want to do the the lightning round and then probably do some plugs and close close this thing out. This again, though, thank you for coming on and hanging out with us and giving us like a ton of. You basically answered all my questions without me asking them, so it was perfect, <laughs> and I appreciate that. It'll be sure. easy to um, edit because it'll just be one long block and then short block, yeah. block one long block, short block, yeah, block, and it's and, be great. and I oh, it's perfect. It's great. I'm here <laughs> um, to help you. <clears throat> And I appreciate it. So we're going to do the lightning round. This has been something that we've done with every single guest that we've had. Um, It's a this or that question. And at the end of the year, at some point, I'm going to tally all of these up. Oh, uh, they're getting the same question. That's cool. Yes, everyone is getting the same questions, although I have been adding some on periodically. So there will be some people before that won't have the same questions now. But for the most part, there are the same same one. So, all right, TMA lightning round. I need a bumper. I was like, Quick what? What, what do you want? I got you. What are you? What are you looking for? Uh, air horn. Give me an air horn. Oh, I don't have. I don't have stuff like oh, that. Uh, okay. What's the, what's the closest thing I have to a horn? Uh, lightning. Do a lightning. Uh, lightning. Thunder. Garth Brooks. <laughs> I, have, no, I, don't, I don't think we can play him on this at all. He'll probably sue us. Yeah, I don't have. <laughs> I just you. wrote horn. That's all I have. Star Trek. All right, some Star Trek. This is the. Uh, yeah, that's, Captain. That's actually it is the my, lightning round. <laughs> yeah, that's actually my dad playing the horn part from Into Darkness or uh, from. Oh, nice! It sounded Trek. like a French horn to me. Was it? The it French is a French horn? horn. It's it's a French horn part, and Dad played French horn for. Mm-hmm. A long time. I played French horn for a long time as well. Do what? Is that the Giacchino score? I believe. Yeah, it's for Star Trek 09. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Chris, from measuring the score. Measuring yeah. the score. Measuring All right, score. here we go. Lightning yep. round. Ready? Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Anime or no anime? I like anime. There's, there's no in between, but okay, anime. All right. Tool. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Go back to the anime. Are you saying either anime nope. or it's it's no? Anime. It's, it's either no anime. It's either so yeah, yeah. Because they're like they're, either I like it or anime. I don't like it, right? Pretty right. much, yeah. Okay, it, I'm saying it, it, I, I, I I'm making sure that you're not saying I can watch anime or a regular cartoon. It's not an either or. Just do I like oh. anime? Yes. Okay. Right. It's is anime a thing that you allow in your house in any form? <laughs> For my because eyes either, only, yes. Because it's either yes or no. So yeah. The the closest the closest things my kids have seen to anime is Avatar: The Last Airbender. There you go. But but yes. All otherwise, right. yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Proceed. Sorry. No, you're good. Tool or Blink One Eighty Two? Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, really? I okay. I'll take go it. To you. He's actually um, Sean's music tastes line up pretty closely to yours, surprisingly, Josh. It's more than yeah, you would I, think. The, the ska thing, yeah, I definitely, yeah. Um, okay, Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter? Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Firefly or Mandalorian? 
Oh gosh. Uh, fire. Mm, I'm going to say firefly. Okay. All right. But Mando yeah, is pretty great. Mando here's is a question great. for you. Here's a sub question for you, Sean. When we ask okay. that question in the future, do you think that's a good enough equivalency or should we say firefly or cowboy bebop? I mean, Cowboy Bebop aligns more with Firefly in both tone and the fact that they only had one season. Uh, the fact that there's going to be, you know, four or five seasons of Mandalorian um, in that universe. The fact that there's going to be a Boba Fett series. The fact that, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that yeah. universe- here, here's my thought process. I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop yet. And these are like questions... To be to be honest, it's it's questions that either me or Jesse like, and so we're trying to pick a winner by the end. <laughs> no, I understand. It, it, and I think the question is, forward. yeah. Once once I finish Cowboy Bebop, I will absolutely change that question. But yeah, we have it, to finish that show first. <laughs> yeah, and I think also it helps. It would help if if Mandalorian only had the one season. If right. some weird thing happened and Mando ended with the way season one. And Star Wars, just they or or Kevin Feige or whatever or John Favreau just said, nope, not doing it anymore. Then I think that's a comparison that we can make. I don't think maybe I could change it to Firefly or season one of Mandalorian just for now until Bebop is done. Something like that, I I guess. I don't know. Anyway, or just don't bring me with, and no one will pick you, and it'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, last one. Here we go. Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles. That's All not right. even close. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, All I right. watched Power Rangers. I watched the Power Ranger movie in the theater. That's how old mm. I am. Mm-hmm. Me too. I, Me too. I watched it in the Secret theater. Secret of the Ooze. No, that was Turtles. But um, Which I also saw in the theater. Power Rangers. Ivan Ooze I, was his name. Oh, my God. I, I still have that VHS have somewhere. Been. I have the dragon dagger, Sean. Then it plays the song that summons the dragon zord. But yeah. again, you have to go Ninja Turtles. Like it, you gotta. Yeah, I mean, even the bad third one is better than any Power Rangers. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know if I would go that far, but I I find your point of <laughs> I find our our different points of nuance very interesting. Yeah, I know the the third one's terrible. I mean, but like like yeah. TMNT, the cartoon movie, is good. I mean, that's actually a pretty good one. I've watched that with the kids several times, and they they like. I liked it. that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, and yep. uh, I just also like the fact that Patrick Stewart voices is, is in it. So of course, there's a Star our Star Trek connection. Interestingly yeah. enough, you need actually, to watch that, Jesse. Also, yeah, yeah, I, I watched that, and I also really liked the oh. uh, the new uh, Power Rangers movie. Actually, the reboot that I did it, too. I really enjoyed. And I haven't I seen. Like, I thought that movie was, the next, it was great. I can't wait for the next two of these. And then they were like, "Oh no, it didn't make any money." So I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I actually like that one. Yeah. Whatever. Sorry, yeah. Josh. Go that ahead. Was a I don't to keep interrupting. Oh no, you're good. I I totally agree with that. I liked the. I but I also like the new Ninja Turtles too. And people kind of chastise me for that. So, which I, that's fine. I um, haven't seen them yet either. I, well, I, we're gonna do them for the podcast. We just haven't. You should. You should. It might ruin movies. your childhood, but you should. <laughs> See, people, I've literally, you're not, you're like the fourth or fifth person that has said that, which I don't, I, I actually, I know you're joking. I don't really think it will um, because it's, it's just a different thing. I don't know. Like those movies exist. The original movies exist. And then these other things exist. And that's fine. 
you know, I don't think that the all-girl remake of Ghostbusters, which is a bad movie, hurts the first movie. The second movie is a bad movie, and it doesn't hurt the first one. But, you know what I'm saying? So make whatever you want is is what I'm saying. Make whatever remakes and sequels. Make whatever you want. I don't care. Just make it good um, is, I guess, my... And that's what I wish they would do. Instead of remaking things that already made a ton of money and were great, why don't you remake stuff that sucked the first time? Like, give it another shot with a different spin. Like, and that's, you know, if you follow me on Twitter at Sudden But, you've seen me talking to Rosie today about the new Dune movie. And that's kind of where we're talking about is like, I, I'm mm. super worried because I'm like, dude, they could knock this out of the park, but they could also very easily fall into all of the exact same problems that happened the first time. So I just well, it, you have to trust in the director because this is the same dude said, that, yeah. did, that did 2049, and yep. I, I I have high hopes for that. He yep. has a, and he seems to have a very clear vision, and he's splitting it in two, and he knows what he wants, and he's very involved with everything from the creative side. So I'm I'm. I have high hopes and that's why I'm trying to adjust them because I, I'm not expecting to be let down, but I also really don't want to be let down. So well, that actor, the new guy in there's uh pretty Shelby. good too. I think he was in. Yeah. Yep. And Zen Zendaya. That's what I'm thinking of. Yep. Yeah. The, there's a the bunch dude, of people. Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista. Dang. Yeah. The, 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 our lead guy, uh, he, we saw him in the, the, the movie where he's, uh, king edward i think or something mm-hmm. uh the king i think it's called the king or something like that he's really good and that was a good movie and yeah, it's, it's a true. slow burn but it's a good movie and he's really good in it yeah nice it, it all has, right sean uh, oh yeah go ahead sorry I, i'm sorry i was gonna say it's it's about that time um i want to thank you so much for coming and chatting with us about everything cheap seat we learned so much about you and your podcast today. And we got to get our own little review in about Ready Player One. So that was pretty cool, too. <laughs> um, why don't you give us all the plugs for for Cheap Seat and yourself, if you'd like, um, to all the listeners that are listening to this show. Sure. I'll keep it simple. CheapSeatReviews.Libsyn. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. You just go there. It's, it's our website. It's got every episode we've done, along with all the links to our social medias. Uh, I'm pretty heavily involved on Twitter, which is how I met you guys. Uh, Twitter at, is at Cheap Seat Cast, and uh, my personal account is uh, at Sean S S H A W N J All Red A L L R E D. Um, I have like seven followers on there, which is fine. I don't really care. Usually, that account is my talk trash on sports account. So ah, uh, okay, um, okay. So come I need to stop doing season. that on TMA for sure. <laughs> yeah, come come football season, I'll start talking trash to Jesse about his Steelers. And, uh, ah, good. You good. hope. I need somebody else to to yeah. do that because I can't talk trash about the Steelers right now. I'm a Broncos fan, <laughs> and I can't talk trash about anybody right now. So you you <laughs> always you can always just remind Jesse that Tim Tebow won a playoff game against the Steelers. So. There's I don't even want to sink that low, though. That's pretty brutal. But it's always there. <laughs> Just next time Jesse starts getting too high and mighty on his, well, Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger would been to three Super Bowls. You're like, yes, but he lost to freaking Tim Tebow. It was the best birthday I've, present ever. That was on my I birthday. I've ever been on that particular horse. But uh, really quickly, before we go, yes, um, I do have to say, Josh, thank you for hosting, of course, and thank you for having me back to the Twist My Arm podcast. I know I'm not always here, but I of do course. enjoy when I am here. 
like you guys heard, follow me on Twitter at sudden but um, please follow at fandom thing pod on Twitter because on Saturday I will be doing fandom things George Michael episode as part of her celebration of Pride Month. Very excited to do that. That is 6 p.m. Mountain on Saturday night, and of course tomorrow night, Friday Mountain. Well, this is not going to be available. No, this is going to air a few days. Yeah, since you. <laughs> Since you are a podcast listener, go check out episode one, maybe even episode two of The Sudden But Inevitable Rebop. That's season two of The Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch. And this season we are watching Cowboy Bebop. Josh has never seen it, and Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D has never seen it. Kylie and I are going to take them through two episodes at a time this time, because otherwise we'd be podcasting until next year. If we do that, I will die. So please, please (laughs) check out Sudden But Inevitable. Please check out Cheap Seat. Please check out Fandom Thing. Please check out Green Shirt. Just going to throw it out there. And definitely always check out all of the shows from Twist My Arm. That includes Marvel Can of Madness, Best Flicks with Ricky D, Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch, and, of course, the flagship show, Twist My Arm. Okay. I don't need to do anything else. That is all that, that's all that we need to do on this, on this show. Thank you again for listening to the TMA Podcast. We had so much fun chatting with Sean and would love to have more conversations with awesome people like him. If you're a podcaster, artist in a band, a business owner, or just have some cool shit to talk about, we want to hear from you. Email us at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com or visit twistmyarmpodcast.com to drop us a line and we'll get you on the show. Be sure to check out everything Cheap Seat has to offer. Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. Uh, search Cheap Seat on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and then for all the news, visit cheapseatreviews.libsyn.com. Uh, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. And that's where you'll find everything else about Cheap Seat Reviews. Um, also be sure to like and subscribe to all things TMA for updates on all the shows um, and our upcoming projects including PodCon 21 it's going to be fun coming in August so definitely get get on that get, you know get, get on following us um, but that's it thank you all again for joining us on this week's episode of the Twist My Arm podcast Next week, we are talking to the ladies from the Bed, Wed, and Behead podcast. It's going to be a good one. I can feel it. Once again, my name's Josh, your forever host and creator of the TMA Network. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.